Shalom Aleichem, guys, sisters and brothers, welcome. I, um, I wanted to discuss a certain topic and to share with a certain thought I have. Um, many times when a person is willing to serve the Creator, to follow the the guidings and the and the mitzvot that uh, we accepted and we took upon ourselves and now feeling and finding ourselves obligated to and many times we're standing in situations that we're not sure where to turn and what should we do and this is a topic that many times I spoke about but I feel that there are things that maybe should be um, um, refreshed, that needs to be discussed again. I find it very, very important to talk about certain things, even if we are repeating ourselves many times, it's important because we're also forgetting many times. Um, a few days ago I thought about that um, concept of um, reminding ourselves um, why we have uh, started doing certain things um, along the way because many times we forget it can be that you decided to do something with your life and after a while you find that thing dry or hard or painful or or uh, or boring and you need to remind yourself you need to refresh your memory uh, for the reason why why you started to walk in their journey a question that every person can ask himself like why am I here what am I doing why did I um, started doing this thing took that job upon myself why I got married why I have children why why I chose that way that that place that house and um, and what's the use of going back to to the beginning that in the beginning we are charging our batteries um, based on a spiritual illumination that has a spiritual source. And now we're going to explain. When a person is um, drinking or eating, so he's actually charging his battery with a physical or an external source of power, source of energy. There are sparks of life in the food and in the drink but they are external to you but when you have been created by God so he planted that spark of life the source of life inside of you from within there's a difference between feeding yourself and connecting and attaching yourself to the source to the core of of to your essence, to who you are, to the source of your life. Now, in every situation, it is similar in a way um, <clears throat> to that thing, to that, to that explanation that I just gave. And a person can relate to that. In the beginning, let's say for an example, when you decided that you want to serve God, that you decided that you want to connect yourself to Hashem. So... Something very powerful, very meaningful, very strong was the main motive, the main reason why you started, why you began 
um, calling Hashem, talking to Hashem, learning Torah, something happened to you that was mind-blowing, that was life-changing, took your course to, to another direction. And that is for you the beginning of that process of tshuva, of coming closer to Hashem. But today, after one year, after two years, after ten years, after fifty years, the reasons for you to attach yourself to Hashem are not always inner. Most of the times they will be because I already went in that way for a long time, because it is the right thing to do, because I don't want to disappoint my surroundings, because it's a mitzvah. Like you, you can find reasons for why you're going to continue that path that you began years ago, long time ago. So even though that it is supporting the same purpose, it is allowing you to continue, it, it is um, strengthening you and supporting your path and your method and your way and your decision, but it does not mean that it gives you all the energy that is needed and required um, for your success, for the completion. And sometimes... Um, the main power is needed when you're coming closer and closer to your correction, to the completion of your mission. If a person uh, decided to run a distance of 1,000 miles, 100 miles, in the 99th one, it will be um, the hardest one for him. It's he gonna his body will be drained, will be tired, his muscles will be already almost torn and, and weak and, and painful and hurt. And the effort of all that long journey of ninety nine miles will be seen, will be felt <clears throat> in his body. And therefore he will need to put the, the most of his energy and his dedication and his power to that last mile, even though it's only one mile compared to 99 that he already passed. But now, his tiredness, his weakness, <coughs> and the rest of the feelings that the person can feel in the end of the journey or toward the end of the journey means closer and closer to its completion is the strongest one of them all. And to explain the situation that we can find ourselves in in our lives is that sometimes an apple, a cup of water will give you the energy that is needed. But when you are about to complete your mission, to, sh to shift yourself to a higher level, to rise to a better place, when you're going to try to do that, you're going to need a boost. You're going to need more power and one cup of water, one, one, uh, one apple will not be enough for you to succeed. And therefore, you need to go back to your past. You need to go back to the beginning, to the main reason why you've started. And then to channel, to pull light and illumination from the source of the purpose, of the reason, of the main motive why you have started in the first place. And it will increase the amount of light and will allow you and give you the strength to reject huge amounts of darkness um, 
from from around you that is trying to block you and stop you from uh, from completing your mission. This is why, by the way, in the days of <coughs> excuse me, this is why in the days of Hanukkah, every uh, day we are adding another candle to our Hanukkah, to our menorah, and by that we are increasing the amount of light. So in the last day of Hanukkah, the eighth day of Hanukkah, we're going to have eight candles um, on, lit in our, can- in our candlelights, in our Hanukkah. And the amount of light will be the strongest one because we need to defeat and to fight the strongest and heaviest and thickest layer of darkness in the eighth day. In the first day, when they lit the, the first candle, so the miracle was strong, it was powerful, because they couldn't find no pure oil, and there they found a pure oil, and they were very happy to find it, and they lit it, and it was a miracle. But it was not even close to the miracle that they saw in their eyes, with their eyes, in the second day that the amount that was enough only for one day suddenly was good for two days. And then in the third, the miracle was even greater. And in the fourth and the fifth and the sixth, it was even stronger. But also the doubts that maybe it will turn off, maybe it will not hold on for eight days, that eight days were the time that was needed to make new oil. They needed those eight days to bring a new amount of oil to lit the candle, the menorah, again. So they had to have those eight days. So in the beginning, they never even thought about the light to hold on for eight days. They were just happy and celebrating the miracle of having oil for one day. But closer to the eighth day, the doubts were rising as well. Also, in a different way, Nachshon ben Aminadav was one of the righteous people who went out of Egypt and that by his merit, the nation of Israel crossed the sea in dry land. There were three people, righteous people, that by their merit, the sea has been opened for the nation of Israel. One of them was Moses, that it's written on him, that Hashem opened, torn the sea for him, for Moses, by the merit of Moses. It's written on Yosef, the righteous man, the son of Yaakov, our father, that the sea saw the power of Yosef, his holiness, that he ran away from the wife of Potiphar, that he was so righteous and pure and humbled, that he refused to her temptations and he refused to be with her because of his gratitude to his master, to his boss, Potiphar, that was the minister a minister in Egypt. And when the sea saw his bed, his, his uh, coffin, he was scared from his holiness and ran away from him. The sea been opened by the merit of Yosef, the righteous man, because of his holiness. Third person was Nachshon ben Aminadav, that we saw in the Midrashim, that it's written on Nachshon ben Aminadav, that he was the prince of the tribe of Yehuda, 
and he was a simple and righteous man. And when he saw that the Egyptians are coming to attack and there was a huge argument if to enter to the sea or not to enter, what to do. From the right side there were lions, from the left side there were bears, from behind there was the Egyptians and in front of them there was the sea and the nation of Israel didn't know what to do. Nachshon ben Aminadav decided to jump into the water and to start crossing it even though it was still full of water and there was no path, no dry land on, in it at, as, at all. And when you think about it, after we learned that the sea been opened by his merit only after water covered his mouth and he started to cough and, and, and choke because of the salty water of the sea, that he started swallowing water, that's when the sea been opened for him. So now... I'm telling you, think about it. Let's say that he believed in the power of Hashem. Let's say that he believed that the wonder will take place. Let's say that even there was a prophecy that the sea will be open for them. And he knew that it's going to happen. He jumped now as the first one, as, as, as the, 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 the first in line to into the water. And he's starting to cross the sea. Okay, so now when he jumped... First thing that he wanted to see was the wonder that the sea will be opened for him. And then he didn't saw that. Of course, there was a certain disappointment, right? A certain fear. A doubt was, was hitting him from inside. Thoughts, negative thoughts. Maybe it's not going to happen. But he decided he was a strong person. No, I'm going to continue. I'm going to make it. I'm not going to back off. I believe Hashem will be there with me. He expressed his faith, he increased his confidence in Hashem, he stabilized himself in, in the tradition of his ancestors to follow Hashem, to believe in Hashem. He started to pray, he continued to pray, and he marched on every step of the way into the water when the water are getting higher and higher and covering more and more parts of his body those steps are clear evidence for the failure of his trust from the side of the evil inclination. We're not saying that in the end he failed. God forbid, we know that the wonder took place, but it took place after a certain time. Only after he made 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 steps into the sea. You've been to the sea, <coughs> you know that when you jump into the water, you are not finding yourself in deep water and especially for people who knows Yam Suf, the Red Sea, it's not it's it's you have a very long part of, of shallow water before you you find yourself in deep water. So Nachshon Ben Aminadav had to struggle, had to fight with his negative thoughts that were trying to reject him from accomplishing his desire, seeing the miracle taking place in his life. And therefore, every step of the way for him was a stronger evidence for the destruction, for the darkness, for the failure of his hope, of his faith. And that is a reminder for us that even though that we're finding ourselves dealing with so many obstacles, with so many difficulties, with so many challenges, we must remind ourselves that the fact that it's dark outside does not mean that the redemption will not take place. And then we need to remind ourselves of the fact why we began 
why we've started, why we started that journey. We need to increase, we need to find the source of inspiration that is inner to increase the amount of light that will overpower all sides of darkness and, and despair that are trying to fight against us and never to allow the darkness to break us. Because if Nachshon ben Aminadav would tell himself, okay, look, so look, I'm surviving, I haven't drowned yet, Hashem is with me, and my people, they will, they will save me if I will drown. It's, it's okay, those are right thoughts, but they are not enough to save you. That was not a strong advice, it was not a strong inspiration for him to give him the strength to make another step into the water. He had to remind himself of the fact that Hashem the source of, of his salvation is there for them. And he was the one who promised them that they're going to be saved, that they will make it to the promised land, that they will not die in the desert, that they will come back to the land of, of the promised land, the land of their ancestors. All those things were the main motivation for him to start his journey in the first place. And therefore, was the powerful advice to refresh his mind and to uplift him to a place that his confidence will be stabilized again and he will be able to continue for the purpose of completing his journey and bringing down the wonders and the miracles that he was hoping for. And now, us, what's going to be with us? We need to strengthen ourselves as well, to remind ourselves not only that it's amazing to learn Torah, that it's wonderful to put filin, that Shabbat is soon coming and it's going to be wonderful, that soon we're going to have Yom Kippur, a day of forgiveness, amazing day of, of, of wonders and grace. Not only that. Not only the great things like we have a family, we have children, we, we, the, the, the promised land, even though we're struggling, it's still in our hands. We can go, we can make aliyah, we can build houses over there, we can live there. That's not enough. It is amazing. No one is saying that it's not. But sometimes when it's getting too dark, you need to remind yourself of the reason why you've started in the first place. And we did not start it because we wanted to put filin or because we wanted to keep Shabbat or because we wanted to live in the Promised Land. All those things are only blessings and gifts and amazing, beautiful gestures of the Creator to us that He gave us based on His unconditional loving kindness. But it's not the purpose that for it we are alive. We're not alive just for Shabbat. We're not alive just for eating kosher or living in the Promised Land or have families and children. We are here because we have been sent by the Creator to crown Him on heavens and earth. He sent us to be His godly torches, sources of illumination, to be light to the nations, to illuminate the whole world with the light of faith. We are here to expose the truth and to reject the lie. We are here to reveal the real true kingship that controls the world. We are here to reveal the true light of creation. 
And therefore he sent us in certain forms, holding certain weapons in our hands, holding certain talents inside our hearts, abilities and skills and gifts that we've been blessed with. Everyone with his surroundings, with people who are close to his heart, people who will listen to lessons from him, people that will follow your advice or that are desiring to hear words of wisdom or words of comfort and love and respect from you. That is the purpose of your life, to see the reality around you and to attack and to reveal the light, to uncover your true potential and to reveal the blessing of heavens that's been sent to you, that's been given to you, to your hand, for you to work with, for you to use for the noble and divine purpose of crowning Hashem back on His creation. To remind ourselves, to remind our surroundings, our loved ones, that en od milvado, there is no one except for Him, and we love Him and He loves us. And he is the creator of the universe. He is not just God, a word. No, he is the creator. He is the one who is creating the sky as we speak. He is the one that creates the ground as we talk. He is the one that gives life to our souls to, to revive and hold our bodies, to maintain our functioning bodies. He's the one who puts the flavor in the fruits. He's the one that opened the sea for Moses and his people. He's the one who puts the, the ability in people's and animals' eyes to see. He's the one who made heaven and earth. He's the one who created angels. He's the one who spoke with us through the fire. He's the one who gave us the Torah and hand the holy tablets to Moses with the right intention to pass them from one generation to the next. And that's what we are doing until today. We are passing the torch, the light from one generation to the next, illuminating the world with the light of faith, the light of emunah, the light of love, the light of truth and honesty. And that's our mission. And we should complete it. And for that we need to remind ourselves of the early beginning. And this is why in the, in the, in the, in the end of our prayer we're saying to Hashem, Chadesh Yamenu Kekedem. Renew our days like the ancient days. Kedem is the most ancient period of time that is known in creation and the meaning of the word Kedem means earliest ancient that's Kedem so ancient and earliest those are the days the long days that we are waiting for for them to take place again for them to be seen again for the glory and the beauty of the Creator ahead of time before creation came to the to 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 reality before darkness and all the the curtains and 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 layers of physicality started to block the light we are yearning and hoping and praying and 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 and, and carving our way for that day of redemption where all the screens will fall when all the curtains will disappear and and will melt and that only love and goodness and hope and salvation will take place and glory and beauty and, 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 and satisfaction and joy and happiness will surround us. And therefore we need to remind ourselves 
of those ancient days to remind ourselves that the Creator, the one we pray for, is the one who is creating the world as we see it today. And He's the one who began and started this process thousands of years ago, long, long time ago. And we need to follow that inner inspiration of ours and to increase the level of our happiness and hope and faith in ourselves and in our Father in Heaven and to go and spread the word with no doubt, with no exceptions to everyone who is willing to listen in every direction, through every outlet that is, exists on earth and in the sky and to open the light and to make it accessible to as many souls that we can and may it happen today amen can you hear us on thank you